You are now tuned in to Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. It might get a little explicit in here, so listener discretion is advised. What's up, beautiful souls? It's Candy, your Spiritual Bestie, back with another episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Hey guys, how y'all doing? I hope that y'all are well. I hope that y'all are abundantly blessed. I hope that love, freedom, passion, clear thoughts, and a healed heart and mind are flowing in and through your life. I hope that y'all are well. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about this eclipse and kind of also touch a little bit on um, the retrograde because they are very much correlated and working closely together and I wanted to also just kind of cover how we can navigate through this energy what does this energy mean for us and how we can move through it to achieve success in these time periods these cycles don't come around without a purpose you know it's really important for us to understand what these mean you know it's not just oh it's mercury retrograde it's all bad and i know that that is the popular consensus from kind of the collective it's like oh my god mercury retrograde but i embrace the opportunities that come for me to highlight things for me to change for me to grow because healing is a continuous cycle so we're always continuously in these cycles of like healing feeling great then feeling like shit then healing and feeling great and feeling like shit and personally i know exactly what that feels like i have definitely been feeling this energy as an empath it has been heavy over the last couple weeks you know kind of up and down you know i've had days where i felt really really good and then days where i'm like oh my gosh why do i feel like this why is this energy hitting me like this and of course when i look at what's going on astrologically and kind of match that up with my chart it makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense so even if you are not really into astrology it's important to respect the science of astrology because before um modern day um, astronomy and all of that came into play before computers all of that you know we were connecting with the stars and with the planets and we have to get back to some of the basics i think that during these time periods over the last like year and a half or so it's really been pushing us to grow but also to incorporate some of those basic things that have been working and that have been tried and true over the course of time and astrology is one of those things it is a science so with that being said it doesn't mean that you have to always agree with everything and it doesn't necessarily always feel like it matches up but the more you study your own birth chart the more that you're going to really begin to understand exactly how that energy is impacting you and your life because it might be generalized in one way as I do with the readings once a month um, to where it's a general energy it's a general reading that I do on Instagram and I share it on my um, YouTube channel please subscribe by the way but sometimes it's a general energy and and then when we look at our charts we can kind of get down to the details of it all and how it impacts us so today i wanted to cover this june eclipse because it's really really important 
It is highlighting some things for us. It is pushing us to do some inner work. And I want to talk about that. So we have the new moon in Gemini and that's happening um, with this eclipse, which is happening on the 10th. So we have this solar eclipse. We had um, eclipses come like in twos, right? So we'll have a lunar eclipse and then we'll have a solar eclipse generally or vice versa. And our... Um, our lunar eclipse was in Sagittarius. And I know that a lot of you really, you know, were feeling the effects of that energy during that time period. So here we are, we're still in eclipse season with this solar eclipse. Now keep in mind that it is in Gemini. We also have Mercury, which is retrograde right now, right? And what does Mercury rule? It rules over the sign of Gemini. So these two aspects, these two happenings in the astral realm are really, really impactful. We are definitely going to be really feeling this energy. And I just want to point out and highlight that Gemini rules over the hands. Um, when I study astrology, I'm always looking at the health aspects of it and how it impacts and affects health because that is the niche that I am studying when it comes to astrology. I'm still learning a lot. You know, astrology is a very big science. So there is always something to learn. There's always something that's kind of developing when you go back and look at past um, planetary transits and things. You may see something different with, you know, a fresh perspective and, and new eyes. So I like to personally look at the health aspects. So this is, you know, Gemini rules over the hands. And with the eclipse, um, it's also conjunct Mercury, which also, as I said, um, Mercury rules Gemini. So we're in a very mercurial retrograde energy right now, um, as well as this solar eclipse that is happening. Um Conjunctions can be very empowering for us because they really reveal to us the potential of a thing, our potential in general. And if we're able to shift and be flexible as, you know, Gemini calls in for flexibility. Gemini is the sign that's like the connector, the communicator. So it comes in and it's encouraging us to be flexible, encouraging that duality, you know, and at the same time, conjunctions are also some of um, exposed to us some of our unconscious behaviors. So it's really important that at this time, with this energy that's coming through, we'll and we're going to be talking, of course, more about it today. But it's really important for us to do a lot of introspection and self evaluation. That is really important because this solar eclipse is shining light on the internal things that we are dealing with, the internal things that are impacting us, the internal things that are affecting our lives. So all of this is a you thing right now. It's a me thing for me right now. And what you do and what I do separately is going to impact us collectively in the long run. Okay. When we think about the Tarot, the Gemini, um, the sign of Gemini is the lover's card, 
Okay, that is the sign for Gemini. So when we think about the duality, the twins, um, also the lovers, it again is a you thing. It is how you are affected by this energy and what you do with what you have in order to progress and move forward and grow and heal and evolve because that is the ultimate goal for us, right? So that we can live fulfilled and happy and content lives, okay? So with this energy, it's also um, addressing and highlighting some of our um, more virtual or digital um, habits and behaviors. And this is all affecting like communication, how we go about communication, um, Mercury ruling Gemini and Gemini being a part of this eclipse scenario, as well as Mercury in retrograde. So this is all affecting them and impacting our communication, how we go about communicating the thoughts that we think. And all of this can lead to a lot of like overstimulation and it may push you into a place where you feel like you need to just kind of take a break from it all or you find yourself with everybody kind of returning trying to return to a sense of normalcy in the outside world it might be a little bit overstimulating because you may go out and feel like, oh, I'm going to, you know, hit this day party and I'm going to this cookout and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then you might feel like, oh, you know, when you get settled down again, that you did a little bit too much. So just be mindful that that is a part of what that energy is bringing. And also want to highlight the fact that with so many people, so many of you all, so many of us having digital businesses you may come to a point during this time period because, again, Mercury is about reassessing, reevaluating, and recalibrating things. So you may find yourself coming to a place where, you know, you're really trying to reevaluate at this time how trying to maintain a social media presence is affecting your mental health or how you know, looking to other businesses or other successful people for inspiration or as kind of um, putting a little bit of uh, motivation in into the spin of your own thing, it can be a little bit overwhelming. You might find yourself in a place where you're now comparing yourself and comparing your success to that of somebody else's. So, this time period is really going to cause us to do a lot of evaluation on how our social media presence is affecting our mental health, how getting into these, um, kind of getting back into these interactions after such a long break may affect us mentally or affect kind of us feeling like we're walking on essentially like wobbly legs, so to speak. You know, it's kind of like we are reintegrating into a society where we're able to be close to each other, where we're seeing less mass around, where we're seeing people try to get a sense of normalcy back in, in the swing of things. So that may also cause you to feel some of the effects of all of this energy and it may impact you a little bit um, in by way of anxiety 
or your feelings of self-worth, your feelings of belonging in a sense sometimes. So keep that in mind. Again, these energies come up to highlight these things because the universe is always going to present us with an opportunity to heal, to be better. You know, healing, I, I heard somebody say like, you're never healed like completely. And I see what they mean in that. And I kind of agree in some ways and I kind of disagree because I feel like you are as healed as you allow yourself to be. And you can be healed and still need to do maintenance on that healing because our emotional scars, our emotional wounds, some of those things, some of those injuries may require us to just check in and check up on ourselves sometimes. So I found that statement to be really interesting. And I've still been processing that. Like, do we ever really heal? Maybe not. Maybe not completely. Maybe we are continuously in the cycle of healing. And I kind of feel as I'm saying that, that that resonates most with me because I can think about all of the experiences that I've gone through that I've done healing work in and they tend to come up again at some point whether it be through just a thought a reflection and sometimes there is still a little something there to work through and to address so I can I can see exactly like what they meant when they made that statement and for me I feel like healing is continuous and once you have those injuries, there is a level of maintenance that's required to keep you well. So during this time period, um, this is a lot of internalized energy and we're being pushed inward to assess what's coming up for us so that we can begin to reconstruct things for ourselves and do so in a way that honors the necessities of us being present on social media or being in these social settings, but also um, in a way that bring that helps us to bring some balance, a healthy balance to our own lives. And how does that look for us? Because everybody's regimen of what um, is good for them or what works for them isn't necessarily the same. You know, so we have to make sure that it, that we're bringing some balance in a way that works for us and that helps us resolve some of these inner issues. So I encourage you guys to take the time to really assess what all of this means for you personally and how you can bring a better balance to your own life, to things in your life, to your presence on social media, to your social settings, to your communication to your boundaries. And just because we set boundaries doesn't mean that people aren't going to violate them. So all of this is necessary for us to reassess the system that we've built for ourselves and how it's working for us. Is it really working for us? And if not, maybe it's working here, but it's, it needs a little tweak there. And that is what these transits come. Um, those are the opportunities that these transits bring for us. So for my empaths, this can definitely be a really, really intense time for you guys. And when we consider um, how, how much time and energy we put into our online lives, 
and how it affects us, um, sometimes we need to take a step back and just breathe. Because even with businesses, it's like when you are working with the algorithm, you're encouraged to be constantly present. You're encouraged to be constantly interactive. And that just doesn't really work in real life. You know, it doesn't really work. And our our digital lives are a part of our lives. You know, people, I've heard people throw around the phrase like, it's just social media. But no, that, that has an essence of who you are. Even if you are, um, you've created a persona for your online life, that still has an essence of who you are. And in reality, we aren't constantly able to be talking to people, interacting with people, giving to people, you know, allowing people to to suck off of our energy or answer questions or respond to this and respond to that or, you know, come up with new creative ideas. I know me personally, I am a creative individual, but I have moments where I don't have anything to give to anybody else. I have to pour into me. I want to be interactive, but I can't be interactive 24-7 or all day, every day. I want to share knowledge and information, but sometimes it is not something that's really fit for the online community that I have. Sometimes though the information and the knowledge that I share is meant for me to share just with clients or just with people that I'm communicating with um, one-on-one. And sometimes I just don't have anything to say or to give. And as a continual lifelong student, I am constantly learning, taking in information, reevaluating that information, seeing does it match up with my energy. I'm not just taking it because it was in a book and running with it or, or because I found it online and just running with it. I really take information I'm learning and I have to sit with it and really ponder it and analyze it and see, does this fit into what I feel led to to intake or to absorb. And sometimes it doesn't. So it can be really challenging for us that are operating businesses that are digital because everybody's digital now pretty much. And that can be a little bit difficult to constantly be on or constantly be available. And Every day isn't an easy day. There are some days where you just don't feel like it. Some days where I just don't feel like talking. Some days where I just don't feel like any of it. I try to share balanced information, but I also know that my ministry is here to uplift and keep the vibration uplifted because there is so much um, that that can weigh us down as we are reading this news article or catching up on, you know, the latest whatever is going on over here. So it can be a lot, you know, it can be a lot. And I understand the placement of my ministry. I understand that my ministry, um, I love my community and I love my people. And there are certain things that I am called to do specifically with Black people, Indigenous people. However, um, overall, my ministry is is geared to connecting all of us. And so when I'm called to do tailored, specific, intentional work for my community, I'm going to do that. And when I'm called to do work that is tailored 
for souls that are seeking growth and seeking alignment and evolution, then I'm going to do that. So in all of this that is happening and going on, it's really it's really important for us to get clear about our purpose and be clear about our intentions and how we show up in our communication. And that starts within, you know, the Gemini is the lover's card. That energy begins within. It's an internal thing that we then share with the outer world. So as I said earlier, this is a you thing right now. It is about you because what you do is going to then be spread in every interaction, whether you realize it or not. The energy that you carry within, the energy um, that you have for yourself is then shared with people that you come into interaction with. So there are some things that may come up during this time that you just really have to work through. That's what eclipses are. You know, eclipses are about inner illumination. It is about um, really kind of, in a sense, seeming like you're being cut off, but not completely cut off. It has been a really, really clear message to me that right now we are in a cycle of inner work. We are, you know, also still um, Jupiter in Pisces. So that message was about collective connection. But here we are in the Mercury retrograde with a solar Gemini eclipse that is about inward introspection, inward reworking, inward rewiring, because we are supposed to be connecting with each other in ways that are beneficial to the collective, not just about us. The work is about us, but how we show up is for the benefit of all. It's for the benefit of all. And we benefit from that, period. We always benefit because we're the source of that energy that we're putting out. So, it, this is a time for you to restructure and modify what you're doing. There comes some spontaneity with Gemini and that's that's cool. And that's where that's what might lead to a little bit of the overstimulation. Not I don't want to say burnout because that's not what it is, but it's just like a little bit of overstimulation. Like if you go to a party and you have you know, too much cake. This usually happens around the holidays. You know, we were sitting around for the most part. I know some of y'all just got all y'all health together and everything. And I'm trying to get like you. But for a lot of people, you know, that we go to these holiday parties and it's like you overindulge and you might be feeling some of that spontaneity from Gemini, but that overindulgence can lead you to feeling a little bit like, ooh, Okay, I need to take a little breather now. Um, so keep that in mind as well. But Gemini is the communicating and connecting sign. And it's also an air sign. So during this time, you might feel a little bit scattered as well. Um, also keep in mind that this is third house energy. So if you start to feel like a little frustrated as you try, as you begin to work on recalibrating and rearranging some things in your life, adjust your perspective. 
adjust how you look at things. Sometimes, you know, you got to take multiple angles and you got to do that. Take that picture from, from this side, from that side, multiple angles. Let's give them angles, honey, because perspective is key. Perspective is key to freedom. Because sometimes when we're going through things, if we are only looking at our situation from the negative aspects of what we feel is going on and what we think is happening and we aren't readjusting our lenses to view things from another perspective, we're, we're defeated every single time, every single time. So adjust your perspective. And again, we are in a Mercury retrograde, okay? It's going to impact our thoughts. It's going to challenge how we have that inner conversation with ourselves. Not just the conversation and how we communicate with other people, but what we think on the inside about different situations, how we think about ourselves, and how those conversations then begin to play out. Our communication during this time period is definitely highlighted, but communication is not just words. It's not just emails. It's not just text messages. It's the thought that leads to the thing. So when things begin coming up, don't be so much in a rush. Like I said in the last episode, healing out loud, I was in such a high anxiety, fast moving life that was full of trauma at that time period of my life. And during that time period, I didn't take the necessary pauses, you know, to to stop and address those things or even take it in. It was like, it was almost like you're running and you're just being hit with things as you run. And you don't even realize, you know, as you run, you being shot at, you don't get shot somewhere, your adrenaline is pumping. And you were just going. You're just trying to get to where you're supposed to be. And once you settle down and you stop, you realize, dang, I've been hit. I've been shot. I've heard some people say that, you know, they they got shot. And because it was so much going on, they didn't even realize that they had been shot until they kind of settled down for a moment, you know, and they realized, dang, I've been hit. And that was what I had to go through. And it wasn't until I settled my energy down till I started to go through my my spiritual awakening. And so I began to slow the pace of things and really get into the flow that started to realize, dang, I'm injured. I'm injured bad. I've been shot multiple times. So perspective is important taking the time to really evaluate the thoughts and the root of those thoughts, where they're coming from, changing up that conversation, as I spoke about in a previous episode, um, you know, changing the conversation, changing the tape that plays in our subconscious. I spoke about that in one of my um, meditation, the affirmation episode, and I need to come back and do a refresher because that's episode 105. That was in the first season of Real Talk. And I talked about the tape that we have to play, you know, that the tape that plays that we have to kind of like record over. Some of y'all might be too young, but back in the day, 
we would take a tape to record like Quiet Storm or whatever, whatever it was that we wanted to get off the radio. We would take our tape and we record. And when those songs got old or played out, we heard them too much. Or, you know, we ran out of tapes because tapes weren't cheap, you know, to us broke asses. So when we ran out of space on the tape or it got old, we put it back in and record over it. And that's what we have to do with our subconscious and with the conversations that are going on in our head. And we are all out here. Those of us that are that are working towards um, evolving more and healing and growing and and really stepping into our purposes and living within that space of purpose. You know, we are constantly having to go back and change that tape. It's again, healing is a continual thing. It's not a one and done. It is a cycle that we go through over and over and over again. And it looks differently each time for us once we kind of do some of the heavy lifting of the healing work. But it's still a continual situation that we go through. So... Again, during this time period, we are Mercury in retro, uh, Mercury is retrograde, and we are in a space where we're, you know, our, our communication is is being highlighted. And for me, when I see the Gemini energy, I immediately begin to think about the communication within. When I think about this solar eclipse, it is illuminating what's on the inside. And those things always come come up. You know, they say garbage in, garbage out. So those things are going to come up and, and be highlighted for us. Um, and it's also highlighting how we treat ourselves. How we speak to ourselves um, is how we're going to treat and speak to other people. So how are you communicating with yourself right now? Is your conversation loving? Is it authentic? Because sometimes we feel like because it's a conversation that is a real talk, straighten some shit out on the inside that it's abusive and it's really not. We live in a society where everybody only wants to touch and feel the things that feel good. And I get it. But sometimes those herbs are bitter and they don't feel good, but they are necessary. So we have to really also evaluate our levels of sensitivity because sometimes because we're so wounded, we are oversensitive, you know, in certain areas of our lives. Like if you have been shot, a touch on your thigh that used to not phase you, just somebody putting their finger on your thigh it, it might not have phased you before, but now that you are freshly injured or that wound has not been attended to and it's infected, now a simple touch is very painful. It's very triggering. So we have to also evaluate our, emotion, our emotional states and our mental states and not project those things, but really have that inner conversation. And sometimes that inner conversation isn't, you know, just you are beautiful, you're amazing, you're loving. That is a very necessary aspect of the conversation, but we also have to keep it real. So it's like, how are you communicating with yourself right now is the question. And is that communication authentic? Is it loving? Is it real? Is it honest? Because all of the things that you give to yourself, 
you're going to give to other people and you're going to show up as that individual. The difference is that some people can see through the facade. And there's like a really thin line between manifesting and becoming something and being fake. So the becoming aspect of that is that we are doing the work behind the scenes and we are living in that space and we are working towards that. The being fake part is we know who we really are on the inside. And I always say, if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anybody. So we know who we are on the inside. We know who we're called to be and we know the work that we're actually putting in to become or to keep up a facade. So we're either working on becoming who we see ourselves to be or we are just keeping up appearances. And what also I want to highlight that what we're seeing right now with this twinning energy is a mirrored reflection. So what we see in other people it may trigger us because it's a reflection. Um, and, and sometimes it is an aspect of ourselves that we've tucked and locked away. So understand that that, that type of situation may also come up in the one-on-one relationships um, with ourselves first and then the relationships that we have with others. So in my book club, um, kind of going back to the conversation of becoming, because that just popped up in my head. Um, in the book club, we've been covering the Kabbalion. And the book in itself is rooted essentially in, in mindset and in how your mindset influences and creates the life that you see and how we communicate within. Um, and it's a really good book. It's really um, the way that it was written, the time period it was written in. You know, me personally, I have to kind of take some rereads, kind of read that sentence. Let me read that again. Okay, I got it. And it's a lot of information. It's a lot of um, information in a small book. So I I wanted to do this book with the book club so that we could break the book down and the information and really take our time with it. And we have been taking our time with it. Um, we'll be meeting again on the 22nd and we are going to be covering chapters 9, 10, and 11. So if you are interested, you can go to my website, thespiritualbestie.com so you can sign up for the book club. I really strongly encourage if you are interested in spiritual growth and true spiritual growth, not just not just the fluffy stuff that we see online, because there is goodness rooted in the posts that we see and the information, a lot of the information that we get. But in order to elevate higher, we must go deeper. Spirit is speaking to somebody that's listening to this right now and putting you in check and letting you know like you need to make time to feed yourself. You need to take the time to feed your soul because when your soul is fed, when your spirit is being uplifted, the answers are going to come. The direction will come. But you got to start somewhere. It's also important for us to be able to discern what is fact and what is fiction. We got to be able to discern 
between what's truth and what's just a pretty little post, you know, that we're that we're kind of being caught up in. And it's just the world that, that we live in where we're going to see people. Some people are intentionally misleading people, but some people aren't intentionally misleading people. They just don't know because or they just have a different perspective that, you know, really isn't rooted in the truth and they don't realize it yet. Not everybody that is misleading people is doing so intentionally, but that's when we have to also know when it's time for us to be still and be quiet and pour into ourselves versus just saying something for the sake of saying something. I encourage you guys to pick up the Kabbalion. Join me if you would like. You guys can, like I said, go to my website, thespiritualbestie.com and join the book club there and really start to feed your soul. That's really, really important. Um, during this time period, you guys may initially feel some feelings of powerlessness. That is something that came up um, when I was sitting down and thinking about the energy that the that this these transits are carrying right now. And you can feel a little bit powerless. Um, but I want to encourage you to continue to do the work on one shifting your perspective by way of thought and by way of. Um, visualization and reprogramming yourself go back and visit episode 105 the affirmations episode and I'm gonna have to do another one really soon for you guys it's still um, an episode that I play for myself on a regular basis because I'm still constantly making sure that that tape is intact that I'm that I'm vibrating at the frequency of the life that I want to live in See, when I was in the space of poverty, I vibrated on the space of poverty. And I shared this story last night in a book club, and I'm going to share it with you guys. And y'all might, I might have told y'all before, I know I've said it online um, in one of my lives previously, but the backstory of it all is that when I was on food stamps in college, broke as fuck, literally living off of my college checks and loans, which... We ain't going to get into how, and I didn't mention it in the last episode, but how the debt is also something that was traumatic for me to address and work through. And I'm still working through that. Like the debt is traumatizing, but that was one of the things that I had to address before I was ready. That was a part of my healing out loud as well. So during that time period, I was on food stamps, single mom broke as fuck and I was well, I don't know what it was that happened but one day I was just like you know what I am creating this alter ego and I'm calling her rich bitch and rich bitch was who I showed up as on my worst days on the days where I did not feel like it when I didn't feel beautiful, where I didn't, where I felt broke as fuck, because I was on the days where I felt really low. I got my makeup, did my makeup, 
got dressed in something that I wouldn't normally just wear to run to, you know, the grocery store or Walgreens. I got done up. I did my hair cute. I made sure I looked the part. And it might have taken me two hours to get dressed to go to the grocery store to pick up a few things. But I put in the time and effort because I was showing up as rich bitch, okay? And rich bitch would go up in the store like she had it. You ain't know what was in my purse. You ain't know. And I wasn't wearing it on the outside. I decided that day that I was going to show up as the person that I wanted to be. Now, initially, I had to adjust some of the attitude of rich bitch because she was really that. But I also embraced who she was, you know, and how she showed up. And she showed up as somebody that got what she wanted. She showed up as somebody that did not hesitate or pause, you know, that welcomed abundance, that welcomed freedom, that had it together. And people didn't know what I was going, going back home to. People didn't know, you know, that that night me and my son were going to split a value menu meal because one, we were straight up off the dollar menu, but we were splitting that number two. So people didn't know, but I didn't carry myself like that. And that really was kind of the beginning of, I think, a part of my awakening. I didn't realize at that time what I was doing. I just knew that I needed to just feel good about myself. I needed to feel good about something in my life. And at that time, it was a perspective shift, you know, that had to occur. I had to change the way that I was looking at myself. I had to change the way that I was looking at my life. I knew the reality of it, of what I felt you know, and what I was standing in, but I refused to allow my mind to make a home in poverty. So rich bitch was born. She popped out when she feel like it, but it definitely was a turning point for me because I then began, it went from me doing this on my, on the days that I didn't feel that great to me then just making an effort on a regular basis to step out of my home with the energy that I wanted people to reciprocate to me. And I was paying with food stamps dressed as rich bitch, okay? I wanted to feel that freedom and and feel that, that elevation and know that I wasn't going to stay in that situation and in that space forever. And more than likely had my mindset not changed about in that moment about like who I was and my value and my worth, I wouldn't have been able to really start my healing process because that started as rich bitch, but it pushed me into my healing cycle. And it took some time for that to happen because there was still, I still had a lot of mindset shifting to do, but it started the cycle of my healing. It started the cycle of my mindset shift. And I began to, you know, how I felt about myself began to radiate on the outside. So I encourage you guys during this time period, if you feel powerless, do something that makes you feel powerful. If you feel anxiety, 
speak to that anxiety. If you're feeling confused or a little airy, you know, take some time to ground yourself. If you're feeling like, you know, your thoughts are just scattered, take a pause, get them shoes off your feet, spend some time out in nature and get grounded. We have to shift our perspective, but we also have to be aware of when those feelings and those negative thought forms come up, we have to be able to counteract those things. We cannot stay the victim, the conscious victim all the time, okay? We have to change the way that we speak. Um, And I'm speaking to my community. I'm speaking to Black people right now. We have to change the way that we speak about our past, the way that we speak about being oppressed people. I do not subscribe to that type of conversation. And the reason being is all you're doing is affirming who you are every day in your conversation with people, speaking away that empowers you, that empowers your life, that helps you feel uplifted, be what it is that you that you see in your mind's eye. Because every day we are affirming who we are or who we're becoming. That's what I have for you guys today. If you guys have questions or something that you want me to address on the podcast, I, I haven't done it in a while. But I would like to get back into answering questions that you guys may have about spirituality or anything relative to spiritual things. Um, you can email me at candy at the If you want to sponsor an episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie, you have a product or service that you think would match my audience of beautiful, amazing people, then feel free to email me also for information and we can discuss that. If you want to make a monetary donation, you can do so through Cash App, Dollar Sign, Spiritual Bestie. And be sure to check out my website where you can book a one-on-one session. You can book monthly sessions. That is also a place where um, you can go to purchase spiritual products. Go to the website. If you are not taking spiritual baths, you should be. If you are not steaming your womb, you should be. And steaming the womb is not just a spiritual thing, but it is very much a spiritual thing. And it is also it also has um, health benefits to it as well because that is all interconnected. What happens in our spirit trickles down, you know, to our physical bodies. So... Be sure to check out the website, thespiritualbestie.com. Go and get your incense. Go and get your um, smudge. Get your um, cleansing kits. And book a session if you need some guidance or you need some one-on-one time with me. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with at least one person that you know would benefit from hearing it today. I love you guys. Thank y'all so much. Until next time, peace.